Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Tuesday. This is George Watkins, and I am ready to talk about the good things of the Lord today to you. And with your permission, we will continue. Amen. Listen, every time we get together and discuss the things of God, the kingdom of God, the ways of the Spirit, the scripture says an angel comes along and takes notes. That's something. So we can actually generate angelic activity by our conversation. As we speak of the kingdom, love the kingdom, worship, you know, in kingdom style and fellowship together around the throne of God, angelic activity happens, begins to gather and come around. Well, if that's true, then what are we waiting for? Let's get going. Amen. Thank you for stopping by. And if you're new to the broadcast, please consider subscribing and liking Facebook and sending us a little comment to let us know you're there. It's a blessing to know who comes and goes. And I know that with our busy schedule, I see some of you on occasion, others I see regularly. I appreciate every one of you. Well, today we're talking about taking risk. And I gave a little dissertation on the baseball uh, life and how it relates to our life in the notes below. Thinking about the nation we're in now and perhaps the society in the civilized nations around the world that have been uh, tutored by some mysterious force that wants us to be followers and not leaders. And so they give us handouts and you know, tell us that they want us to eventually come to where everybody gets a guaranteed check. I think Sweden does something like that now. All the citizens of Sweden get $250, $2,500 a month, I believe it is. Now, if you want to kill the spirit of anyone, a man or a woman, just begin to supply that type of income for them. And many of them will simply just be couch potatoes and play games on their computer all day long. Any initiative, any kind of great stuff in there that God put, you know, God put in there to bring out treasures and talents and gifts, all that is going to lay dormant because some force in life, whether it's political or social or family, has told you that you'll you'll never amount to anything. We've got to take care of you. We've got to uh, supply your need or your uh, <laughs> in a little <clears throat> bottle, whatever that is, milk bottle, like a baby. You just sit there and stay out of the way and vote for us when we need you and whatever it takes. Well, I'm. I'm shooting in all directions right now, but I just sense something in my spirit. I heard a, a great uh, patriot speaking just the other day. He's been in the, in the game for a long time. He's a, he's a black American that has, is on so many 
um, committees for family and for faith. And he said, what's happened in the last 50 years is that they have taken the man, taken the husband, taken the father out of the house. And they did it because they said, if there's no man in your house, you'll get more money. And so in many cases, they they separate, they never get married or they separate or divorce. So the man lives out of the house. So the government check can come to the house. Subtly that begin to break the family just without hardly noticing it. Now today, there's many families that are divided like that with no man in the house. And because of that, with the father being out of the house, the children often run wild or go to the streets, join gangs or whatever else happens in life because of this horrible spirit that moves in and takes your initiative away and tells you not to take a risk, tells you you'll never make it, so just give up, don't even try. Well, I give the analogy in the note below about Babe Ruth. He was he was noted for home run king for many, many years until until the uh, the next one. It's Aaron, uh, <laughs> forget his last name, came along and took it. What, what was it, 40, 50 years before the record was bro- broken? Now, Babe Ruth struck out more than he hit home runs. But he was loved for being a home run hitter, even though he struck out quite a bit. But what he did every time when he stood to the bat, he swung for the fence, as they say. In other words, he gave it all that he could. He swung as hard as he could every time, believing that this was going to be the one to go over the fence. Listening to some young voice, I think it was a a young man in college spouting back what he's been learning about the financial world. And he's talking to a speaker trying to convince him he's wrong because the speaker believes in the uh, ability to, to work and get ahead. But this young man has been trained in college now that everybody ought to just get the same amount of wages and uh, nobody gets any big bonuses and the boss or the owner of the company doesn't get any kind of profit. Everybody divides the profits equally. Well, the person in the podium speaking back said, you you forget one thing. The guy that's getting what you consider you know, a big amount of money, he's getting the profit. He took the risk. He put up his life savings. He gave his, all of his, you know, all of his time and his energy. And if the company goes bust, he's the one that loses his shirt, not you. You see, the man who takes the risk gets the biggest prize. I had a flashback when I heard that about the uh, gold rush days in Alaska. You would go to Alaska if you didn't have money, and someone would give you a grub stake. In other words, they would buy your shovel and your pan and give you food for a month and give you a good coat and a dog sled 
But when you struck gold, they got the lion's share of it because they gave you, they took the risk in the financial end. Now, what's our risk? What's What would be called risk in our world called the spiritual world? Well, we're believing God and we're laying our life on the line. We're laying our future, our destiny, our entire our entire personhood on, we're at the bat, we're swinging for the fence, and we're believing that what God said to us is true, what his promises will come to pass, and eternal life is ours, and all those things that he has spoken to us through his word are divinely inspired and guaranteed to come to pass. That's called taking the risk and swinging for the fence. A short word says it's called believing. Believing faith is what sets you in motion for winning the prize. If you don't have the, the fortitude to step up to the plate, take a grip on the bat and give it your best, give it your all, when it comes to faith and believing, You'll find yourself sitting with a crowd of disappointed Christians who never see anything happen, who never have any joy of winning, never have the thrill of, you know, crossing the line with a ribbon breaking across the chest. (laughs) Well, I'm dreaming a little bit about that. It's been a while since I've run across the line with with a ribbon in real life. But Bless God, I've done it in the spirit often, over and over again. When God says, step out, and you do, and there's nothing there but water, and you walk on it, you say, wow, that was a thrill. <laughs> the thrill was that you, you, you swung that bat and hit the ball and ran the bases and came home and got a home run. Has there been times that I've struck out? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's why it's so sweet when you hit that ball and it goes over the fence. Wow. I encourage you today on this Tuesday to take a grip on the things that God has given you to do. Take a risk. I like what Satchel Page said. I made a note of it below. You'll never, you'll never be able to sneak to second base if you're afraid to let go of first base. Let go of the fear. Let go of the fear of failure. Let go of the fear of criticism. One of the things that keeps us from revelation is that we're afraid some of our friends will think we're gone off the deep end in heresy, in error. How could that be? I get it often. I have been no noted and known in the past for getting ahead of the crowd, speaking, preaching things that weren't current or didn't understand. I've done that in a number of occasions, and I have the arrows in the back of my <laughs> in the back of my shoulder to know to to make note that I got shot by my friends. Why? Because they said you are out of bounds and you are wrong. This is wrong. Well, give it 10 years, give it 15 years, 
And the Nicodemus knocks at the back door and says, oh, man, could you help me? I need help. What do you need help with? Well, you remember that strange thing you were preaching years ago? I think it's real, and I need help with it. Okay, so I'm, I'm, I'm just tooting my own horn there for a moment for a point that there are people in your life that you think are whacked out because they are speaking of things that you don't even know about. Listen, back up. They're taking a risk to tell you some of these things and to share some of their revelations. So do what Mary did. Ponder them in your heart. Don't cast them aside and disconnect friendship and say, how could you ever be my friend and think that? Come on. Don't cast away those friends that God put in your life when they're speaking things that you don't know yet. I guarantee in a few years that a book will come out by some important person that you honor, and they will say the same thing that your friend was trying to tell you about 10 years ago. <laughs> That's the way it is with risk takers. Be a risk taker today. Pray for somebody. Be a risk taker today. Talk to somebody that you don't even know about the things of God. Take a risk that you'll be embarrassed. They'll think you're nuts. They'll reject you. They'll walk away. Take a risk and watch God do a home run. You'll be amazed how many home runs you get if you just swing with all your might, by faith, step out, pray for the sick, preach a, <laughs> preach a sermon, write a letter, make a phone call or a text, and tell somebody about the love of Jesus Christ. Wow. Oh, yeah. There's people that will criticize and speak against you. Oh, well, just as long as the coach, the Holy Ghost, and the Spirit of God gives us the thumbs up. That's all that counts. Nothing else counts but the approval of the chief, the Father God. Hallelujah. Amen. Well, what a good day to wake up our... <clears throat> inward man and begin to step out and do the exploits. I love that word, exploits. It always, it always fit in my mouth like a big deal. <laughs> Let's go do an exploit today. <laughs> All right. What will we do? Well, I don't know. Something will come up. Let's just go find an exploit. <laughs> I love you guys and gals. Thanks for stopping by today. I'm always full of joy when I'm able to talk about the good stuff that God gives us to do. Don't forget, stay tuned for us on these coming days. Every morning we're on and we're heading into a new year, 2023. Can you imagine that? Sounds like a fantasy story, but here we are because God's given us a new year to develop and fulfill his purposes. You and I together are going to see miracles happen. I love that verse in the Old Testament where it says, Isaac, in the days of famine, planted, and he got a hundredfold return back, even though his neighbors were afraid to plant seed. 
They were hiding in the closets and, <laughs> and eating their seed. He planted his seed. And I tell you, they're prophesying a doomsday year. They're talking about all the problems that are coming. You and I are going to build the kingdom and change the course of history this in 2000, 2023. And it will amaze even us. Amen. All right. Well, we'll save that for another day. Don't forget. If God's nudging you to send us a gift, financial blessing, write down the show notes below, PayPal or the address. We receive it and with thankful hearts, and we bless you back. See you tomorrow morning. Until then, swing that puppy and hit that ball. <laughs>